Hey friends, it's your host, Steph Connell, lifelong goal getter, betterment seeker, and both a student and master of making mindset matter. Through my 10 years of experience in coaching and leadership, I've seen passion and purpose diminish to form life's cookie cutter mold. And due to that, you see the train of unhappiness get more and more bogged down. My mission in life is to get a rise out of you. Together, we are building a community of women who can not only voice their vision, but bring that to fruition. You are daring. You are valued. You are needed. And you are ever-growing, my friend. The world needs our courage, and we are bringing it on strong. So without further ado, let's get to it. It's time to be bold. Today's topic is so sexy and rich and lush. All those good words I attach to it. We're talking about the green, the money, the haladala. <laughs> and you know, it's kind of like, hey, stuff. Who are you to talk about it? There are so many people that are doing way, 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 way more better than I am in this department, but I can own to the fact that I am doing way, 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 way more better than a lot of other people are in this department. And I say that with the utmost confidence because in the past, if I were to ever bring up how awesome I am doing here, I would feel a little bit of shame and pullback. And the key now is the fact that I don't. And I have so much confidence around this department because of the abundance and the relationship and the love that I have with money. And you know what? It wasn't always that way, you guys. Let me give you a little background story so you can really see where I was years ago. And by years ago, I mean, let's go back about 10 years ago, because my life looked completely different than what it does today. It was certainly not financial abundant. It wasn't abundant in really any area. It was a lot of hustle and struggle and a lot of those negative, tight, get your back up kind of emotions. And I was just trying to get ahead. You know, my husband and I, we lived in the grossest place ever. We lived in an apartment building that had egg on the wall. And we were just in this headspace where we were really frustrated and a lot of things seemed unfair in our life. We saw people across the road that, you know, lived in these nicer places that, you know, it almost seemed like they didn't have to try. And we were just trying so, so hard. And we were at that point in our lives where he had you know, a very minimum wage job to start with. And I was in school and things were tough. And by tough, I mean, it seemed like I want you to paint a picture for you and you might be going through this right now where if anything happens, are you secure? Can you can you pull some money out of savings or find it somewhere that you can cover yourself for a few months? Because we certainly could not. It seemed like every single time something went wrong with the car, and not even wrong, something as simple as an oil change was extremely stressful for us. We couldn't even travel home to see our family once a year. And what I mean by that is we couldn't afford the extra the gas in the car. We couldn't even afford with the main, which was really, really, really scary. Life was so financially strapped, we barely could meet in the middle. So by the end of the month, we certainly didn't have enough money. 
We were always looking for options to get ahead. Think of that feeling of being in water and trying and struggling to stay above water just so you can breathe and make it by. It was so, so tight, you guys. We were living in an apartment like that. We we tried so many different things. I remember when we were living um, in another place, we would sublet and we had roommates. And gosh, I tried so many different things just to try to get ahead. You know, think of one of those moments when your friends ask you to go out for, you know, lunch or, hey, let's go get a coffee or a Starbucks or, hey, you know, let's go, you know, so-and-so's birthday is this time. Everything was so stressful. I could not afford to do anything extra. And on top of it all, I started a business for myself that that I had this vision and, and hope to make just a little extra money, but it seemed like a lot of things had to go into it. I had to invest to get it rolling, which with any business, if anybody knows, yes, that's what you need to do to get it coming back. But it was so scary, you guys. And on top of scary, I kind of feel like Yes, I'm going to say this. I felt a little pathetic sometimes, too, when I really look back at it. Um, You know, there were times that me and my husband, when we would go grocery shopping, we would sit there and we actually would go through all the food in our cart, which wasn't a whole lot. We were very specific in what we put in our cart and we would go through the numbers and try to figure it out with tax before we even did the checkout. So we, you know, so we could stay away from the embarrassment of, you know, that dreaded you know, when you go to tap your card and the decline shows up, all those things. I I clearly remember it was vivid as day. I mean, let alone looking at the people who have trips and houses and cars and 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 branded clothing and and purses and looking like a million bucks. When I would look at those people, I'm like, how do you get there? How do you get there? I feel like I put a hundred and 20. I mean, let's go beyond 100% and everything I do when I work, I am on a mission. I'm focused to climb the ladder and get to that point where I have financial stability. I feel comfortable. I feel like I can pick and choose the freedoms of what I want to do every single day. Like nothing has a lock on me. And I was so blinded. I had no idea how the heck you get there. That was 10 years ago. Now, one thing that totally transformed my vision and my understanding around money was the book, um, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. It was literally 10 years ago I read that book, and I can not reword everything for you, but I can certainly let you know how it awakened me around money, um, my spending habits, some of the things that people do. Um, that have money, that don't have money, relationships with money, but that's where it started. And if you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it to you. It was transformative to me. Such a good one. And another really great one by Jen Sincero, Sincero, excuse me, is um, Badass with Money. That's another really great one. So those two books were very transformative for me. And I suggest that you start there, but we're going to dive into the money bags today because I want to share with you some simple key things that you can start to put into your day that will help you not manage your money, but manage your relationship with money, which is really the key to how the management is going to happen with your money. And it's going to really start with what's happened in your past and where is this actually coming from. 
So I want you to think about some views that maybe have passed in your life. Tell me if any of these sound familiar. Money doesn't grow on trees. How much did that set you back? Do you think I'm made of money? You know, people would make comments like this all the time or um, about how others have loads of money. FYI, all that is is perspective-based. You know, now with my, my growth around finances, it really hurts my heart when I hear people talk about others who have, quote-unquote, a lot of money. And a lot of money is really, or loads of money, like I was just saying, that is really just based on your view and where you are right now. Because what's really interesting to think about, and I hope this really fills your cup and makes you feel great about yourself and what you can offer to this world, is that you have loads of money to the person living on the street. Oh, and another one, work hard to make money. First of all, we don't make money. We move money. So if some of those sound really familiar, they could actually be, well, they probably are the reason to your view and your relationship starting around money. So let's first understand what money actually is. Paper. I want you to get out a piece of paper for yourself. Get out that bill right now. I want you to touch it. I want you to hold it. I want you to really feel the texture. How large is it? Is it smooth? All the little bumps and grooves from the embossment on it. What color is it? How do you feel when you're holding it? Ask yourself those questions. Does it illuminate with the light? Does it have a reflective? Did you know that 40% of the actual number value of money that's out there in the world, the value, so think about your bank account, the number that's in there, there's actually only 40% that's actually printed on paper. The rest is just numbers floating in the universe. But beyond that fact, think about what's more important. How do you feel when I say the word money? What do you think about? Do you think about your bank account? Do you think, you know, do you feel heaviness, weighted and hopeless? Maybe a little bit of anxiety, unkind or evil thoughts that are attached to it if you had a lot of money. Is it limited? Maybe you don't have enough. What are all the flows that start coming and rolling into your mind about money? Or maybe you feel love. Maybe you feel a sense of warmth and tingling, happiness, beauty, abundant, ever-flowing. These are two polar opposites that I have experienced in my entire lifetime at this point. And I have to say, they are really key towards you changing your financial state, not just your relationship, because your relationship is where it's going to start. Your your emotion, your thoughts, your energy behind something is going to change the result in what you have in that area of your life. I want to share a story with you because I have lots of really great friends and we have lots of really great conversations. And that's what sparked this conversation that I really wanted to share with you um, about money and finances. And, you know, I'm just so honored that I have 
those relationships with people, a lot of what I do and the work that I do is coaching around helping people grow in their life. And finance is one of the conversations that very commonly comes up. And so during this conversation, you know, we it's really interesting and and I'm completely honored to have this experience because she is exactly where I was 10 years ago. And so we're having this conversation and she's talking about all the things that she wants to accomplish. And, you know, she hates where she's at right now. She feels like she should be further. All the big things that she wants in her life, like house and kids and marriage, these things all cost money. But when she said to her, I really want to move forward in my life, I want my house, I want my kids, I want my marriage, I asked her, I said, what's stopping you? And she said, finances. And I asked her, I said, are the finances holding your arms? And she said, no, but they certainly weigh me down. And so I said, bingo, there you go. There's your relationship. You just nailed it on the head. Your relationship with money feels heavy, sad, overbearing. Why on earth would you naturally look to have more of that feeling in your life when you've already got that all around you? That's why you're not making more of it. So if we explore the feelings we have attached to money, we can start to really have open hearts. So we can start nourishing our relationship with money and start flowing more into our lives. So I'm going to give you a couple steps very quickly, just very quick, easy things that you can incorporate your everyday lives, very simple So you can start having a better relationship with money. So step one is going to be mantra practice. First one. So when you're checking your bank account, before opening the account, instead of that tight, worrisome feeling, which I already know that you do, there's a sense of lack that you're carrying, that the numbers, what they'll be and what they'll show up as. I want you to be silent and I want you to be still just for a quick second. Allow those feelings to arise, but then we're going to say a little prayer of thanks. Feel gratitude within your neck and your shoulders and your spine. Feel it flow all through your body, all the way to your feet. Say thank you for or to the universe or God or whatever whatever it is that you believe in and that you're taken care of. That's the key. A sense of trust that you're looked after that you're gifted with abundance. You are grateful that all is coming to you. Secondly, will come when you pay your bills, okay? So next, now that you're paying your bills, you're gonna, even your shopping, when you go out shopping, and I love that I do this, this actually feels really good, but appreciate, this is the key here. So next time you hand over a payment, Appreciate your huge impact by paying your bill, that you're actually handing over someone's income. You put a roof over their head, food on their table, clean running water, lights at night, a bed or a blanket for them to sleep with. You are giving. You may think it's so small and insignificant, but when you understand that that small movement You are actually part of the flow of life that you are appreciated by so many. You are making a huge impact, which brings me to our third point and understanding that you are a flow of life. 
There is a cycle and a circulation to all things, and money is one of them. The blood in your veins go through your heart, your lungs, your fingers, your brain. It's constant. Money's no different. In order to make room, you must circulate and distribute where money goes. Maybe it's bills, shopping, but maybe you can pay for someone's coffee. You can gift a friend in the mail with a gift card. Invest in yourself by finding foods, products, and books that help you thrive. Is it time for coaching? Start a business. You are abundant in dollars because you're worldly and abundant in action, so you attach to it. Keep the cycle moving. There is a trust to be gained knowing the power to have it come in is the power to have it send out. Which leads me to my next one. Gift and receive. I want you to think about the last time that you gave somebody something without them even knowing. A nice surprise or it's something very simple. It could have been something from your garden. It could have been, you know, a coffee, um, anything. It could have just been this feel so small and insignificant, but it actually has the huge action of A, making you feel great. Think of the energy that comes off of you and the confidence and that feel-good attitude when you help others and you give to others. Because of that, you create a flow. Now that you've let out and you've emptied your pocket a little bit, you can make room for more. Let's relate this to a cup of water. First, recognize its level. Is it full? Is it overflowing? Is it nearing on empty? I want you to address your financial cup, okay? Just like that, just like a cup of water. There's a natural flow in life, and just as if I add water to a cup, what happens when it's full? It starts to overflow as I continue to flow into it. Nourish the grass around it, and then it'll flow onto the neighbor's property. You know, everything just keeps going and going and flowing. Now, what if I keep adding water, but I place a lid on top? This lid, I want you to see it as your limiting belief. The lid stops the flow. I can't have any water flow out on the grass or flow out on anyone else. Removing the ability to add more. Now, where you place the lid is up to you. It could be high. It could be low. That's all based on standards. That's a whole other ball game. The fact is, is that we're stopping the flow. Because there's now no room for more. By gifting and removing the lid, you open opportunity to allow more water in. And I'm just saying to you, it's time to raise the lid. These are some great daily practices and awarenesses to add into your day to add growth with your green girl. But that lid is what you need to understand and what you need to work on and where it comes from. Who did it come from? When you find out where it came from, you can open up and start pointing out what's really causing this issue and grow forward. I enjoyed our chat about the green today, and I want to hear all about your success and growth that's happening as you add these new little tiny movements into your day. Hit me up with a DM on this topic because I want to see how you're having more dollars come in. Can you imagine being as bold to ask for as many checks flowing in the, uh, in the month as you do having bills going out? You better believe it. Ask because that's what's lying on the other side of that lid, lady, when you get it lifted. You know where to find me. So listen, 
I really enjoyed spending these moments with you today, and I hope you did too. My gratitude is through the roof. But in order for us to make even more magic in this world, we've got to spend more time together. Make it your focus to connect consistently so you can continue to gain and change up your days to come. Secondly, we are a direct result of who we hang around with and now you're in the world of becoming better. By sharing this episode, you are making an impact in someone's life and frankly, we're just better together. And don't forget to tag me so I can send some love and shout outs back, my friend. Until next time, this is your host, Steph on Be Bold. If this podcast topic sparked a question and you want some clarity, or maybe you're inspired to level up and you're interested in working with me, dive onto the link below in the show notes and select your 20-minute free call with me today and let's make it happen.